active yet rooted prayer practice. So I'm going to ask you to just focus on me until the basket comes to you, okay? Mary Oliver mentions attention in several of her poems. She says that she doesn't know what a prayer is, but she does know how to pay attention. Attention is the beginning of devotion, she says. When we start to pay attention, we cannot help but be grateful. <clears throat> and in paying attention and being grateful, we cannot help but fall in love. We recognize life's beauty, and we want to do what we can to protect it. And we fall in love, and we become devoted. Attention is the beginning of devotion. <clears throat> Prayer seems to me to be a form of attention. There are many ways to pray, no one right way, and probably no wrong way, not for Unitarian Universalist anyway. Sometimes, depending on the prayer, we are deeply moved or deeply uncomfortable. Maybe some of you are feeling that right now. Or maybe not affected at all. Today, we have experienced a body prayer and heard about prayers from other traditions in the reading that Graham offered. We may wrestle with, um, with to whom we pray or to what, but the types of prayer also have non-religious manifestations. You may have kept or heard of a gratitude journal, a simple practice of listing three things each day for which you're grateful. Confession may be parallel to the 12-step movement of the fearless moral inventory, really, really looking at yourself. A nun that I worked with when I was in my 20s said that she thought of breath as prayer, which meant, she said, that her whole life was a prayer. And in fact, hers was a life of service. Some UU congregations have as part of their congregational covenant or, or aspiration, along with love is the spirit of this church, the quest for truth is its sacrament, and service is our prayer. We are a people of deeds, not creeds. Service, then, is definitely a whole body prayer, life as prayer. Last night I saw um, the new Mr. Rogers movie, uh, It's a Beautiful Day. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, I can't recommend it enough. If anybody knew how to live a life of service and, a, and their life is prayer, it's, it was Mr. Rogers. And um, I am told by my husband that he has a friend whose father was Mr. Rogers' roommate in college. And that, yes, in fact, what you see is what you get, that he, this, this is the man he was. Um, <clears throat> and 
I was going to say something else about that, but I would just say, go see that movie. Oh, I know what I was going to say, that someone, someone wrote, some critic wrote, go see this movie, it will make you a better person. So I, I can't recommend it enough. We're often asked to pray for people, for others. Years ago, I came across a small plaque in a Sunday school room in North Carolina, and it read, prayer doesn't change things which was kind of heresy for a Baptist church, right? Prayer doesn't change things. But it said, prayer changes people, and people change things. I have found that to be true in my own life. Mostly the truth that I've found is, is that if I'm praying for someone else or something, the very act of praying more often changes me than the one I'm praying for, at least that's what I think is true, because prayer softens me. It helps me find my compassion for myself and find my compassion for others. It turns my heart toward love and kindness. Believe me, there are times when I do not want my heart turned toward love and kindness. I want to stay stuck in my mad. But that act of praying in whatever form it takes changes the one offering the prayer. And I recommend this book to you from our, where our reading came from this morning and from the practice that we're going to do today. It's just Simply Pray by Eric Walker Wickstrom, and it offers some alternative ways to both think about and use prayer. Here's a quote included in the book written by Anthony Bloom. Prayer is an encounter a relationship which is deep, and this relationship cannot be forced either on us or on God. Wickstrom goes on to say, each type of prayer, whether a request or a declaration of remorse, can be seen as a step in the development and evolution of our relationship with the holy, however we define that. Just as each time we compliment a friend, share some of our joy, or ask for help, we deepen the friendship, Bloom's words offer reassurance. The quality of our prayer experience, its efficacy, is not entirely up to us. Our prayer occurs in the context of a relationship, so what we do is only part of the equation. So I invite you now into a prayer practice for Unitarian Universalist created by Eric Walker Wickstrom. I believe that everyone has a set of beads and you're holding them in your hands. So just notice that there's one silver bead that's larger than the others. That's the centering bead. It's the one that you'll start with and the one that you'll end with. Dave, did you get one? No, let me, Courtney's on it. <laughs> Did you get one? Do you want one? Yeah, and Graham, yeah. So you're invited in this moment, I'm good, I got one right here. You're invited in this moment to set aside preconceived notions in favor of just experiencing. It may feel like a stretch, I invite you to be present to where you feel stretched and to simply allow for the process. 
You can critique it in your mind later. There's plenty of time for that in life. So let's take our beads and begin. It doesn't matter which way you go around the circle, but you'll move through each bead until we get back to the large bead. And we're going to begin by singing. The words are in your order of service. Singing shifts the body and opens it, and that's what we want right now, is to just open ourselves to the mystery of what this can be. Gathered here in the mystery of the hour, gathered here in one strong body, gathered here in the struggle and the power, Spirit draw near, gathered here in the mystery of the hour, gathered here in one strong body, gathered here in the struggle and the power, Spirit draw near, gathered here in the mystery of the hour, gathered here in one strong body, gathered here in the struggle and the power, Spirit draw near, gathered here in the mystery of the hour, gathered here in one strong body, gathered here in the struggle and the power, spirit draw near, gathered here in the mystery of the gathered here in one strong body, gathered here in the struggle and the power, spirit draw near. Holding the centering bead, repeat this in your mind. Breathing in, I relax body and mind. Breathing out, I smile. Dwelling in the present moment, I realize this is the only moment. Breathing in, I relax body and mind. Breathing out, I smile. Dwelling in the present moment, I realize this is the only moment. And then moving to the next four beads, holding the first one, we're going to do the earth, the air, the fire, the water, return, 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 once for each of the four beads. And as we move from round to round, uh, you just touch the first bead, the second bead, the third bead, the fourth bead. The earth, the air, the fire, the water, return, 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 return. The earth, the air, the fire, the water, return, 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 return. The earth, the air, the fire, the water, return, 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 return. The earth, the air, the fire, the water, return, 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 return. And now you're at the larger round green bead. And this is the naming. So in your mind, in your heart, 
Name what is holy for you. Name where you have felt the divine. Call that gods, goddesses, great and gracious God, holy mother, the earth, the divine spark. Name to yourself the attributes that you ascribe to the sacred. Name what feeds your soul. And then offer gratitude for that. Lift up all that you are thankful for in the moment. And then moving to the next bead, there are five beads. And there we will take five breaths. And for the first bead, you'll breathe in and and say to yourself, I develop calm and equanimity. Breathing out, I find peace and joy. So the first bead, breathing in, I develop calm and equanimity. Breathing out, I find peace and joy. Second bead, breathing in, I develop calm and equanimity. Breathing out, I find peace and joy. Third bead. Breathing in, I develop calm and equanimity. Breathing out, I find peace and joy. The fourth bead. Breathing in, I develop calm and equanimity. Breathing out, I find peace and joy. And the fifth bead, breathing in, breathing out. And now moving to the next bead, another larger green bead, is knowing. Take a moment to reflect on your life as it is today. Recognize those places that call for reconciliation and atonement. Where in your life do you need to forgive? And where in your life do you need to offer forgiveness? What are those things that are unresolved in your heart? And then moving into the five breath beads. For the first bead, breathing in, I develop calm and equanimity. And breathing out, I find peace and joy. The second bead. Breathing in, I develop calm and equanimity. Breathing out, I find peace and joy. The third bead. Breathing in, I develop calm and equanimity. Breathing out, 
And the fourth bead, breathing in and breathing out. And the fifth bead, breathing in and breathing out. And then moving next to the green bead. This is the listening bead. This bead creates a space to be still and listen. Listen to the divine spark. Listen to the Buddha nature, the Christ light, the inner wisdom that is inherent in all of us. Listen to the sounds around. Listen to the sounds in the room. Listen to the sounds of the building. Listen to the sounds of the wind. Listen deeply, without and within. Take a moment to listen to that wisdom, to your highest good, to your own spirit. And now moving into the next five breath beads. For the first bead, breathing in, I develop calm and equanimity. Breathing out, I find peace and joy. And the second bead, breathing in, I develop calm and equanimity. Breathing out, I find peace and joy. The third bead, breathing in, breathing out. And the fourth bead, breathing in, breathing out. And the fifth bead, And moving now to the next green bead. This is the the loving section. And here we lift up those we know and those we don't, whose lives have pain and need. So I ask you to bring those people to your mind and to your heart right now. And then we're going to sing. And the words are, I am sending you light to heal you, to hold you. I am sending you light to hold you in love. I am sending you light to heal you, to hold you. I am sending you light to hold you in love. And it goes like this. 
Please join in when you feel like you have the tune. I am sending you light to heal you, to hold you. I am sending you light to hold you in love. I am sending you light to heal you, to hold you. I am sending you light to hold you in love. I am sending you light to heal you, to hold you. I am sending you light to hold you in love. I am sending you light to heal you, to hold you. I am sending you light to hold you in love. I am sending you light to heal you, to hold you. I am sending you light to hold you in love. I am sending you light to heal you, to hold you. I am sending you light to hold you in love. I am sending you light to heal you, to hold you. I am sending you light to hold you in love. And now the returning, a chant for each of the four returning beads. The earth, the air, the fire, the water, return, 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 return. The earth, the air, the fire, the water, return, 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 return. The earth, the air, the fire, the water, return, 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 return. The earth, the air, the fire, the water, return, 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 return. Taking one final deep breath coming back to yourself, fully present and alive, back to the centering bead. Amen and blessed be. From Simply Pray, if the mystics are correct, if prayer is a conversation with the sacred mystery, if it is the means by which a relationship develops between us and the holy, then we can trust that our partner in that relationship will be revealed in and through our conversations. We do not have to know. We do not have to know who we are praying to at all. We don't need to know what the mystery is like before we begin praying. As with any other friendship we've had, we will come to know our friend through the relationship itself. We come to know the holy through the relationship itself, and we will come then to know ourselves. Our closing hymn is another prayer. It's a prayer for healing. In the Hebrew Bible, in Jeremiah, there's, they, they are asking a question. They are saying, is there no balm in Gilead? The balm was a healing oil that comes from that part of Palestine, from Gilead. It's the mountainous part east of the Jordan River, and they were in trouble, and they were hurting, and they were saying, there's no balm here, there's no healing for us. 
But this hymn answers that question in an African-American spiritual responding with, yes, in fact, there is a bomb in Gilead. There's healing for all of us. There's healing for the oppressed and for the sin-sick soul of the oppressor. This hymn speaks of Jesus as the bomb that heals. I imagine that that song has been sung in this very building many times long before we Unitarian Universalists worship here. Today, I invite you to, I invite you to invite healing in. In whatever form the bomb of Gilead is for you, in whatever ways that you are called to pay attention, 